At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porotska here with you this morning to recap the BMW Championship. Big playoff event on the PGA Tour and one of the best tournaments of the year, if not the best. What do you think, Minnesota Tim? You like that? You enjoyed oh, so watching good. these guys shoot under par? Uh, the tournament was good. I mean, I said before the week that we needed some big names to step up and play good and have a you know a, a tournament. I mean, it was great when Dustin Johnson blew away the field at the Northern Trust, but I mean, you want to see a little competition, and we got it. And we we got the uh, you know best two players in the world, one and two, going at it, and it was uh, it was fantastic. But when you talk about the U.S. Open, Hank, that was resembling a U.S. Open. I mean, that's what we're going to see at Wingfoot allegedly in two weeks. That is what we're going to see at Wingfoot. That's what they say. They say it's uh, it's it chip out of the rough. Of course, they could cut it a little bit. You know, they could they get in there and uh, the week of the tournament and cut it back. You can't make it grow too fast. So they usually start off with the longer and then they might uh, trim it back a little bit. But that's what everybody's been saying. As a matter of fact, uh, Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods went and played a practice round there. And Justin Thomas said he thought six over could win, which would it, that won't happen. But 
I, that does mean that the course is, is is tough. I think you're right. It is going to kind of be like that. It'll be it'll be uh, very similar, although Wingfoot's longer than uh, Olympia Fields. It, it could be even harder. Who knows? Yeah. You don't like it? You don't like watching the guys uh, struggle for pars? I don't mind it. I mean, I don't enjoy watching 30 under par win either, but just, Dustin Johnson was an exception last week. He wasn't one of five players near 30 under par. He won by 11 shots and just blew away the field. I enjoy winners in the range from eight under to 12 under. I think that's the best range winner on the PGA Tour. Okay, that's what Rory calls proper golf. That's what he called it this week. It's proper golf because he can't putt. That's why. Yeah. That's why he calls that proper golf because it gives him a, a chance. But when they go to shooting 30 under, if you can't make putts, uh, and and by the way, Roy was 38th in putting uh, out of 70 this week, and, but he called it proper golf when they were uh, hacking out of the rough and uh, struggling to make make pars. I, I I like it. I mean, I I don't like a steady diet of it, but I I I, I would say this was a better tournament than a 30 under win by 11. Don't you think? I mean, it was way better. It was great. A great drama. It was better. Yeah, the finish was amazing. I mean, the putts John Rom hit. And uh, Dustin Johnson hit to force that playoff. I mean, this is the type of stuff that attracts fans on the PGA Tour. You yeah. got Tiger Woods, and obviously he's going to attract the most fans. But when you have the number one and number two player in the world in a playoff, knocking down 43-foot bombs, 66-foot bombs, this is what the PGA Tour needs to sell, this competitive atmosphere. The PGA Tour needs to quit selling that there's so many dominant players on the PGA Tour. Sell the fact that, that there's a number one and a number two player in the world knocking in incredible shots. I mean, John Rahm's not that much better than DJ. DJ's not that much better than John Rahm. So quit selling this great player stuff. No, there really isn't. It, it proves again this week. That's a good point. It proves again this week there isn't a number one. This is what I've been saying for you know all year. I mean, now Rahm's back to number one. DJ was number one. Now Rahm's number one. I mean, DJ loses in a playoff, and and he's uh, he he's out of the the number one. Which, by, by the way, I, w- I want to go back to to something I said last week. This is for uh, let's. I want you to to uh, have a little recap. I think you have a recording of what I said last week. Yeah. Uh, and this, this I want to play this specifically uh, for the great predictor Steve Johnson, just so he takes note of uh, this this recording that I made last week. Play this, Tim, right now. So I, I kind of would narrow it down to Rom and, uh, and Dustin Johnson. There you go. For the, for the great, and, and by the way, uh, the rest of the recording was I, I said I would go with Rom uh, because, you know, of, of his putting statistic being a little bit better. But, but anyway, it boils down to both those guys at the end. Uh, the great predictor will, he'll be very jealous of that prediction because he doesn't like anybody else to get a prediction right uh, other than himself. But, uh, that was not a hard pick really. When you go, I, listen, I, 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 I like to see the cream rise to the top. I think that means that the golf course has played like it should play or like you'd want it to play. I mean, I, you know, that's why I always, uh, I always like the Masters. Of course, you know, they don't have many people playing in the Masters, and it's only the big names, so so there is going to be big names at the top. But, I mean, the PGA Championship was great, uh, and this tournament was great too. I mean, it, you know, it had uh, it had the best two players uh, duking it out, out at the end, and it was in- in- incredible. I mean, the, the putt that DJ made 
to to tie it up on 18 after driving the rough. And then he hit, hits that great iron shot in there. And then he makes that putt. It was just like amazing. You know, I mean, you know, he scouted out for like five minutes. And he's been putting a lot better. That's the difference in his game the last couple of weeks. Th- think about this, Tim. He he made, I think I got this statistic right, 52 out of 52 from five feet and in, something like that. Wow. Which means he made another, you know, that's 52. Okay, so you got tw- you got 72 holes, which mean, means he made he made 20 of them outside of five feet. So he made he made 52 out of 52 from five feet in. He made 20 putts outside of five feet, and he didn't win. And he didn't win. Rom makes the 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 bomb in the in the playoff, and uh, you know they said it was 66 feet. I, first off, it's not 66 feet. I'm not. It's just a technicality, but it's not 66 feet. That's 66 feet as the crow flies. The putt had 10 feet of break. When they measure that thing on shot link, they measure how far they are away from the, the hole. They keep saying 66 footer, 66 footer. Your putt went like, well, it's had 10 feet of break, so we know at least it went 76 feet. I mean, that, that was a that was a, a a long bomb. I mean, I can't believe he made that putt. But you know what? There's a, there's a couple things that are great about this. One in particular. And in that there's really in this kind of a tournament, when it goes like this, there's there's really like no loser. And I'll explain that when we come back. We'll take a little break. Remind everybody to go to HaneyUniversity.com, register for my free instructional emails. And you can find my new book there, How to Play Better Golf Today, Lessons of a Lifetime and some other great deals. We've got uh, the, the quick fold push cart that uh, is the hottest item in golf right now. And by the way, Minnesota Tim, have you seen the statistics on golf? Golf is absolutely booming. Yes, golf courses are having a successful year. I mean, it is like a a, a banner year, and junior golf is booming. And I know this to be to be a, a fact too, because you know my son Henry. You know, there's no team sports going on right now, and him and his buddies. You know, these all these little ones. You know, they're all out there playing golf. I mean, he's got like three of his friends that are six, seven years old that are, that are taking golf lessons, playing golf. So yeah, golf is uh, golf is booming. Anyway, HaneyUniversity.com, Haney University, and Tim Minnesota. Tim's uh, playing up a storm. You're you're uh, you're you're teeing it up, aren't you? Yeah, I'm playing uh, today. When this airs, I'm playing another private golf course with our great oh, really? friend Jeff Running. Jeff Running, podcast listener, invited me out to this golf course, um, and we're playing Monday at three thirty. Now, is this the, the private course you played before or not? No, this is a different golf course. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Well, are you, you going to wear a better outfit than you did last time? You didn't like that. I, th- I kind of liked it. No, oh, wasn't very good. It's I mean, unique. Try to get the belt and the in the uh, belt and shoes and uh, socks. Have to you try to come with some match there. You don't go brown belt, black shoes. Okay, just just when you show up at the country club, just make try to match a little bit better. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. All right, all right. On to the break. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Did you get what I said there, Tim, about the outfit? Yeah, what I was going to say, Hank, so you were talking about golf courses and how successful of a year all these golf courses across the country are having, and Shatterbrook is having a successful year as well. Golf is receiving so many more additional players this year, people that haven't played the game in 20, 30 years, because golf is really, it started as the only safe COVID-19 activity, but also, this is, this is a key point here. A lot of regular golfers have been frustrated when they go to the golf course and see how busy it is because golf courses typically aren't this busy. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, by, by the way, you, you mentioned the COVID-19. Did you see the, the uh, deal that came out from the uh, CDC, the statistic? Did you see that one? I did not. It's 6%. They said like 6% of the deaths, only 6% of the deaths so far have been people that haven't had at least two or three other underlying conditions. That's a pretty amazing statistic right there. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, if you got other issues and a lot of people do, I mean, then it's a big problem. No doubt about it. But uh, for people that are relatively healthy or healthy going in, it, it, it hasn't been, you know, nearly as, as deadly as, as some people want to make it out to be. Anyway, I got off subject there. Uh, okay, I was, uh, I was talking about uh, no losers. Here's what I mean by that. Uh, you know, when you lose tournaments, it sometimes, clearly it's going to feel bad. But Dustin Johnson has, he, he's lost two tournaments here. I mean, he's, you know, we won the blowout at Northern Trust, and he's number one going into the finals at Eastlake this week. So he's got the, you know, he's he gets staked the lead. He's number one in FedEx Cup points. So he he DJ shoots sixty eight at the PGA Championship. He loses to Colin Morikawa, who shoots sixty four. Okay, DJ's DJ feels bad because he lost, but it's not like you know he bogeyed the last three holes to lose by one. 
I mean, he played good. You would think that 68 is going to get it done. When you're, you know, going to bed the night before, you think, okay, this course is playing tough. If I shoot anything under par, I'm going to be in good shape. You don't think a guy's going to go out there and shoot 64. So he walks away from there and he thinks, you know, I, I had a great tournament. I played good. And the other guy just, just beat me. Wrong, you know, and that's, that's why it's hard to win. Wrong place, wrong time. There you go for DJ. Okay, this week, same thing again. You know, there's two players under par in the tournament. Two. They're one under par for the tournament. I mean, granted, the course played a little bit easier on Sunday, and maybe they figured it out, and it wasn't as much wind, and the wind was from a different direction. I get it. And there was cloud cover, so maybe the moisture stayed in the greens a little bit more. Okay, there it was a little bit easier, although plenty of guys struggled. I mean, uh, you know, it's not like the – you know, everybody's lit it up because they didn't, although there was better scores. I, I get that. But if you're one under par and you and there's two players under par and you're playing with, with the other one that's under par, he's playing with Hideki Matsuyama, who's one under par as well, and he's hitting it all over the place. And, and you know, DJ's thinking to himself, I mean, if I shoot three under par, I mean, I got this thing no problem. And John Rahm shoots 64. Here it goes, another 64. He loses to, to Morikawa with the 64. He loses to Rahm with the 64. But but DJ walks away and he thinks, my God, I mean, the course was playing like U.S. Open. Uh, you know, it ended up, ended up where the five players shot under par for the tournament. It, that was all. And, and you know, Finau finished at one under. He shoots 65 last day. So there were some good scores the last day. But Matsuyama, uh, two under. Uh, Joaquin uh, Neiman, uh, two under. And then and then uh, Rob and Dustin Johnson at uh, four under. Those are the only players players under par for the whole tournament. These are the, you know, top 70 players this year on the FedEx Cup. DJ shoots 67 and he lose and he loses. Well, I mean, he ends up losing in a playoff, but still, you would have thought he would have thought it was it was uh, you know plenty good enough. So you don't go away if you're DJ. First of all, nothing bothers DJ anyways. I mean, he's just he's just rock solid uh, mentally. Uh, it doesn't show emotion except when he made that putt on 18, which was was cool to see him get so pumped up because he because he really never gets that way. And he he walks away though thinking you know what I did everything I could do I mean I buried the last hole to get into a playoff I shot sixty seven the last day and and I lost uh, and and that's why he was smiling he you know and he smiled and gave you know Rom the the fist pump of course they both represent TaylorMade which was by the way a big day for TaylorMade uh, their their players one and two in in that uh, tournament and uh, bombing the drivers all over the place but. Uh, Pretty good stuff, I thought. I mean, I thought it was uh, it was tremendous. Let's get into to Rom and uh, why he won, how he won. I'm gonna break it down statistically, uh, like I like to do uh, when, when we come back on on the Hank Andy podcast. Uh, make sure you go to VoodooPainRelief.com if you haven't already. Get your free two week supply. Uh, lots of people have been doing this, but lots of people I know that are listening have not done it. You get your free two-week supply if you've got uh, elbow pain, uh, you know, tendonitis, golfer's elbow, tennis elbow, whatever you got, uh, bad back, hip, uh, knees. I mean, I use it on my knees all the time. It's phenomenal pain relief cream. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's the best there is. Try it, and you can try it for free, voodoopainrelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, so Minnesota, Tim, uh, you checked out the stats, didn't you? Uh, DJ and Rom, uh, break them down for me. Yeah, so here's the statistical breakdown. John Rom off the tee, he finished seventh. Approach shots ninth, around the green 13th. Putting, he finished sixth for the week. Tee to green, he finished sixth as well. Uh, I got to keep in mind, I mean, when John Rom makes a 66-footer, that's got to improve the putting statistic um, tremendously. Uh, Good Dustin point. Johnson. Yeah, that, that, one, that one doesn't count. In the st- I don't think that playoff hole counts in those stats. I don't know if it does or not. I, I doubt if it does because they don't. They got to go against. It's a stroke gain stat, and not everybody's playing that hole. So oh, that's, probably, they, that's minus the sixty-six footer, which was really at least seventy-six feet on the playoff hole. Good point there. Yeah, Dustin Johnson hit a second off the tee, first in approach shots around the green. He was fifty-first. Similar statistics in putting, which makes sense since they're in a playoff together. He finished ninth in strokes gained putting. And Tita Green, Dustin Johnson finished third. Both of these guys finished first together in strokes gained total at 11.261. All right. So the the, uh, thing that was different about this tournament is Rom came from uh, nowhere after the first round. He he had a a tough first round, uh, five over par. And then was over par in the second round. So, you know, we always talk 90% of the time the winner comes from the top 10. But when you get on a U.S. Open style golf course, and especially one that played like this, which 
they did something that the USGA wouldn't ever do. And that's because the USGA is so stupid uh, and they're just run by a bunch of idiots. Uh, but they actually let the players play on Sunday, which the USGA doesn't do. They, they you know, like, see, there's no coming back. At the, see, see, the reason this term was great, it was on a U.S. Open golf course. So it played really difficult, but it was run by the PGA Tour and not the bumbling bunch of amateurs, which is the USGA. Uh, led by the dictator Mike Davis, uh, so th- what the, the USJ would do is they they want it to be harder every day, and then Sunday they just make it so the greens are you know dying and uh, you know the course plays you know impossible. So there's zero chance for a comeback, which was the great thing about uh, this tournament, which was uh, John Rahm shooting 64. Uh, now, you know, it has happened before the U.S. Open, like when Johnny Miller shoots 63 at Oakmont and makes a great comeback, which is a U.S. Open that people talk about and talk about and talk about. Well, the reason he shot 63 is because it rained on Saturday night and the USJ couldn't control the golf course like they wanted to. And Johnny Miller went out and shot a 63 and it was one of the greatest rounds, uh, you know, and one of the greatest tournaments ever. But the USJ is too stupid to, to realize that, hey, uh, you know what? If I let him play a little bit on Sunday, I could have a great finish like they had at the BMW Championship, which when Rom shoots, shoots the great round of, of, of 64. But you can, you know, you can come from nowhere if a four-under is going to win if they let you play, if they let you play. Now, they'll let you, you know, they let him shoot a good score at the PGA. You know, I mean, uh, they, they let that happen. Uh, they let him shoot a good score at the Masters. You can shoot a good score on Sunday at the Masters. They'll, they'll let him play there. Uh, U.S. Open won't let him play on, on Sunday. Uh, the only chance you got for good scores if it rains Saturday night. And that's the that's difference. But, but when you look at the statistics here, the big, the only separation really, like you pointed out, Tim, they're about the same in putting and, uh, you know, driving. They were, you know, very close. And everything. But the big difference was, uh, with the around the green, um, Aram was better around the green. Now, DJ lost a shot to the field around the green, and um, uh, what did uh, Ram gained a shot and a half? So that's two and a half shots difference. That's that's where they separated themselves. Now uh, that's two and a half shots right there, and Ram gave away the one shot on the penalty. Did you see the penalty? I did. Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> this was Saturday's round, fifth hole. Uh, and he hit his ball on the green and he walked up and he just had a brain cramp. I mean, you know, he thought he had, he thought he'd marked his ball and he just instinctively picked it up and handed it to the caddy. Well, the caddy's like standing there, like, you know, next to him with, with his hand out waiting for the ball and Rom didn't mark it. He just picked it up and the look on the caddy's face and the look on Rom's face when he realized what he did, they were both like frozen in space right there. I mean, I I, I can't say I've ever done that, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's not the first person that, that has done it because you just, you know, you mark your ball, you pick it up and he picked it up without marking it. And he, so he had to put it back and he, he got a a penalty. I think he was trying to fluff his lie, Hank. No, he didn't. Try. <laughs> he was on the green. He didn't try to fluff his lie. He does get accused of doing that, though, when he taps the club down behind. But hopefully, that's a thing of the past. But he uh, he he just picked it up, which 
you know, it's uh, that that happens, I guess. Bad, uh, you know, you know, he gets a penalty, puts it right back where it was. And he still shot a 66 that round, which is unbelievable. I mean, it would have been a 65. No, I know. Well, he made the, he, and he even said that the putt he made for bogey was the, on that hole was the big putt because he left his putt like five feet short and then he made it. And that was the big putt. It kept him going and he felt like, you know, it really, uh, you know, I mean, it was just a big one. He proved, proved a lot to himself. He hung in there. He forgot about it. And he, and he really, when they interviewed him afterwards, uh, Sansi interviewed him after the tournament. Uh, and Sansi, you know, asked him about that. And Rom said, you know, I just totally forgot about it and just played. I just knew I had a lot of holes to go. And, I mean, you know, some guys would get shook up, but Rom. Ram is tough. I mean, there's no, you know, these guys that are at the top are different. Ram's different. Uh, DJ's different. I mean, they just, they just are. Uh, you know, a lot of them. Uh, Justin Thomas, you know, McElroy's there. And this Morikawa's different. I mean, you can tell there's no, you know, Kepka, uh, you know, he's he's different. Um, you, you know, you look for these guys that that got, you know, obviously Tiger was, you know, way different than, than everybody else. But, but uh, you know, Tommy Armour and, and I talk golf a lot. And he's, he said this, John Rahm, this guy's going to be number one. Now, he was number one for, you know, a couple of weeks. And he's, you know, and, and I'm sure he'll be number, you know, he's still behind DJ, which is, you know, I guess because of the playoff and, and uh, you know, the way they, they do the whole thing. And, and DJ lost in the playoff, but but Rom's like, you know, nipping at his heels again. And Rom will get to be number one again. I mean, he he just will. I mean, he he's he's just, he's tough. He's good. I mean, he's, you know, he's he's got it. And, you know, I've told this story a, a, a few times, but. Uh, you know, I, I knew this guy was special and there's this golf course in North Scottsdale and it's called, uh, forest, uh, desert forest is what it's called. Okay. Desert forest. And I, I've, I've filmed up there for my, uh, Haney, uh, university, uh, website stuff. Some of my instructional videos and, and a really nice place. The people up there are fantastic. And the golf course is beautiful, beautiful. But anyway, I've never played there, but I've just filmed up there. But I've driven around the course and I've looked at it. And I thought, this is the hardest course I've ever seen in my life. I mean, my God. I mean, this course is impossible. It's long. It's tight. There's desert on both sides. The green complexes are so difficult. I'm like, this course looks impossible. And, and I went in the clubhouse and I look, and, and, you know, they got touring pros that are members out there. And I went in the clubhouse and, and the, the course record at the time when I was there was like 68. And I'm like, it was Aaron Badley. You know, he's a longtime tour player, great player, one of the best putters on tour. And I thought, I mean, it looks like, I mean, I knew that, I, you know, because 68 is a course record that you never see on golf courses. You, if you see a golf course that touring pros have played any amount of times, the course record is going to be 62, 63, so, something like that. Yeah, but it's never going to be 68, never. You know, it's never four under. And I, I look, I thought, I knew this course was hard. I could tell just by looking at it. My God, 68 is a course record? That's unbelievable. I mean, you hardly ever even hear a course has 68th course record. Anyway, uh, it wasn't long after that, maybe a couple weeks after that, I saw this this tweet from uh, Tim Mickelson, Phil's brother. And he was a coach at Arizona State at the time. And John Rahm was the, you know, his his number one player. And and he said, congratulations to John Rahm shooting the new course record at Desert Forest, like 62. And I'm like, he shot 62 on that golf course? I'm like, that's impossible. I mean, nobody could shoot 62 on that golf course. Well, he did. 
And that was when he was in college. Of course, you remember, Tim, when he uh, first turned pro and he won at uh, San Diego and he won making a big bomb like he did uh, at the you know, BMW championship. He made the, the big bomb at, at Torrey Pines. He only needed to two putt that, but he made the big bomb and, you know, and, and then won it. But uh, you remember what Phil Mickelson said? He said, he's, he's, he said, I've played a lot of golf with, with this, this kid. He's his top five player in the world right now. I mean, that was when he was just like brand new, just getting out there. So he's, he's, he's got it. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but it's fun to watch when you get the, the, the top guys going at it. Yeah, and I think this stat is just an amazing statistic right here. Uh, Justin Ray tweeted it out, and um, it, it goes, John Rahm opened with 146 over the first 36 holes. That is the highest opening 36-hole score by a PGA Tour winner since Paul Lowry did it at the 1999 Open Championship, which was the Vandalay collapse. I mean, this is, and then he extends it. He says, this is the last non-major with a 36-hole total of 146 or higher to win since Greg Norman in 1990 at the Memorial. So it's just an amazing statistic by Rom. What that means is, is that, you know, PGA Tour events, you can't get the golf courses to play hard enough. This course is a U.S. Open golf course because they've held the U.S. Open there. They've been growing the rough all summer. So it's it's U.S. Open depth rough. It's, you know, a, a hard golf and it's it's playing firm and fast with the greens, which is because it's you know, the end of August. It's the last couple of days of August. And and when you get up in the Chicago area, which I grew up in Chicago area, and when you get up there at the end of the year, uh, you know, where it's where it's really, really, you know, end of the year is really firm and the greens get firm and they get really fast. And that's when the golf course has a chance to play, uh, you know, like they want it to play. When you play a U.S. Open and you play in June, typically, it's going to be, you know, a, a little bit easier because they've got to be careful of the greens and not and not lose them, uh, and and you know you've got the likelihood in the summer of getting summer showers too that could, you know, could screw up the the uh, course from what the USGA wants it. But this this golf course this week played, you know, like they would hope it played. Now this this is a little preview, and Tim, you mentioned it. This is a good point. Uh, this is a little preview of what it's going to be like at, at Wingfoot. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal because because uh, they're going to have the the rough up, uh, but they're going to have the green. They'll be able to have the greens firm and fast. Uh, you know, September. Oh, those greens will be so fast. It'll be unbelievable. The greens were so fast. At Olympia Fields will be even faster at Wingfoot. It'll be, it will be incredible how hard that golf course plays. So we're going to have uh, you know we had a tough one here. And we're going to have another tough one uh, for the, the U.S. Open at uh, at Wingfoot. Um, it looks like uh, the favorites. I mean, I don't know who do you, you put Rom as the favorite. What do you think? Uh, I wonder what Vegas is saying right now. Probably DJ Rom. I mean, all the normal guys probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not Tiger. That's for sure. <laughs> no, he didn't play very good, did he? Again, ugh. What what what? Uh, well, I, I called that one too. By the way, uh, chalk, chalk that one up to Steve. My, my, by the way, I got almost all my picks right this week. I took uh, Rom. Uh, you you had him in your uh, you brackets. You Bryson over Tiger. I took Bryson over Tiger. Uh, I took 
What else did I? I I I did pretty good there. I mean, I you know, I'm not I'm not bragging like Steve does because you know when he hit when he hits one he brags all the time. I'm just saying I'm just pointing out. I'm not you know I'm not like you know saying it was a great you know anything great. Do we want to hear it again? Do I want to hear it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Let's just hear that one more time. All right. So I I kind of would narrow it down to Rom and uh, and Dustin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. See, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I do it. But then, what, what about the part when I said about Rom? I said I'm gonna take Rom. I want to. Did you get to that part? I didn't get that part. No. All right. I know Steve Johnson's gonna claim that that's not good enough. So make you know that I said I said I narrowed it down to uh, John Rom and, and Dustin Johnson because Steve will, will definitely claim that's not a good, uh, that does not count for a prediction. Uh, so play the rest of it, please. Play the rest of it. I don't know. I go. I go John Rom. What was that again? I don't know. I go. I go John Rom. Well, what did I say? I don't know. I go. I go John Rom. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so that that's a that's a victory for me right there. John Rom. Uh, tour championship. I'm feeling pretty good about the predictions coming up this week for that too, Tim. Are you? Yeah, I am because when you get on golf courses that play like these golf courses do, you know, I'm talking about unique, you know, majors. Unique situations, Masters, Augusta, uh, you know, Olympia Fields, U.S. Open kind of course. The you know, I mean, same thing. It, it just becomes easier to predict, guys. You know, I use my process of elimination, and then you know, you kind of figure out what kind of shots and, and what are, are needed at, at certain courses, and then it becomes a little bit easier to predict when, when you're when you got to predict who's going to shoot twenty five under. It's a, I mean, like we've said many times, how do you know when a guy's going to have the best putting week of the year? You know, how do you, how do you predict that? So you don't. So this was John Rahm's week, and uh, he, uh, he 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 was he was awesome. And, and I, I was I got to admit, I mean, I'm a DJ fan. Uh, I felt good about the way the tournament turned out for DJ because he played a great last round. He made a great putt on the last hole. Uh, you know, he he really. You know, had nothing to to feel bad about, and I feel good for Rom. I, I mean, it was incredible putty made, and uh, I you know I wouldn't I wouldn't like to see a guy lose just from that stupid penalty he took, which you know was just a you know I mean that was gonna that that could that was gonna end up being the margin of victory, and that that would have been a you know and not good. You know, you realize he's won two tournaments now with with penalty strokes. They had the, the the penalties at uh, Memorial. Memorial too. Yeah, for moving his, put his for club moving his ball it. at the wedge. Yeah. When he a held dimple. It, up. it moved a dimple. It moved a dimple. Yeah. Well, this one moved more than a dimple. He picked the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, good stuff, Tim. Appreciate you joining me. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Hank Haney at Tim Parachka for Minnesota Tim. Uh, email your questions to HankHaneyGolf at Outlook and follow us on the iHeartRadio app or your Apple podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, hit the follow button and we'll show up every day with the Hank Haney podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Remember to go to my uh, website, HaneyUniversity.com and register for my free instructional videos. And we'll be back tomorrow on the Hank Haney podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 